Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. This podcast is a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs from the viewpoint of a long-time GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast was Nightmare by Alexander Nakarada and is used under Creative Commons license. Okay, so I'm going to start this episode by answering a few voicemails that I've received. So let's crack on with those. Hey, John, it's Cody with the No Save For You podcast. Hey, man, I'm really, uh, really enjoying your, um, I guess, session one uh, episode. I'm not all the way through it yet, but um, yeah, I really like the style you went with. Instead of just playing back all of the audio, you're kind of narrating it. It's nice. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the episode. Just thought I'd give you a call and let you know I liked it. So uh, take it easy and I'll catch you around. That was Cody M from the No Save For You podcast. Thanks very much for getting in touch, Cody, and for your kind words. Glad you're enjoying the first episode of the Thousand Landscape. Yeah, I think the the sort of style of like uh, abbreviating the sections and narrating them seems to be working reasonably well. It takes a little bit of time to do in the edit, but... In some cases, it's allowed me to cut out a lot of extraneous stuff and chop it down to, to from like three, four hours to like an hour, an hour and a half, etc., which makes it a lot easier for people to listen to. Because let's face it, we're all pushed for time. We all have things we need to be getting on with. And it also means that I don't have to have my computer be just set aside for like hours with like all of my bandwidth being chewed up by uploading to YouTube or to Anchor or stuff like that. So I think it, it's a bit of a winner on all front, albeit, like I say, it does take a a little while to put the edit together. But glad you're enjoying it, Cody. And I think from, from the numbers of people who have been listening to it on the podcast and on YouTube, it certainly seems to be working really well. And it's something I'm going to push on with in the future and hopefully start throwing in a few more things like sound effects and stuff like that as we go on. But we'll see how that develops. So thanks again for the call. And I'll catch you soon, Cody. Hi, Froth here. Listening to your podcast. I enjoyed this one. Uh, just wanted to say I thought the idea that uh, the character didn't realize they're an android. You know, they had to be injured before they realized. I thought that was really cool. So enjoyed listening. Uh, sometimes like the super longer ones, you know, like two hours. I don't always have time to, to listen. So it was cool to hear some of the shorter stuff too and just hear what's going on in your game. So I just wanted to let you know I enjoyed it. Thanks. Hi, Froth. Thanks very much for getting in touch. Glad you like the idea of the, the character as like the sort of secret Cylon, I suppose, but he's even unaware of it themselves, which I suppose is how Cylons work in the sort of reimagined Battlestar Galactica. But yeah, it was, it was again something that just came about as a result of me having one of these foci to pick in stars without number and not really having any ones that really spoke to me. But they handily put like a unique foci where it's basically discuss what you want with a GM and you hack out between yourselves what it is that you're is the game result of that's going to be and then you go from there and I love anything that encourages discussion between the GM and the player albeit I normally tend to be on the GM side so it was a bit different for me being on the player side of that but I think that helped because obviously I understand where the sort of GM's coming from and I wouldn't want to do anything to ruin the game or sort of make it difficult for people. In fact, I wanted to use it to try and bring someone else into the game a bit more, but it seems to be working pretty well. We've got some great plot coming off from it and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. 
including the next session where we're sort of going to like my character's alleged home world to try and track down if any of her background is real. Was she based on a real person? Was it all just made up? We don't really know. And that's exciting for me as a player. Uh, and it's also as, as much as it's unnerving for my actual character. Glad you're enjoying some of the slightly shorter podcast entries i'm hoping to continue doing those and intersperse them with my longer ones because how you're preaching to the choir when you're talking about not having enough time to listen to them all i'd love to be able to listen to like a lot more of people's podcasts and comment on them but with game planning recording my own podcast doing like social media trying to get into like writing and stuff and also having all the non-gaming related stuff to do in lives i appreciate that it's just not possible but thanks for getting in touch froth catch you soon Hi John, Colin, Spike Pit. Just um, calling in with some encouragement, really. I, I enjoyed your off-the-cuff episode. I look forward to hearing more. I think they're a really good way to get some insight out to the listeners. Uh, you know, some people that are new to the hobby could benefit from your, your words of wisdom. You're an on, experienced online gamer. Um, yeah, and on that subject, I look forward to our Thousand Lands game later on today. Anyway, keep up the good work, man. And uh, yeah, like I say, catch you later. That was Colin from Spike Pit. Thanks very much, Colin, for the encouragement. It's very much appreciated. Yeah, I'm certainly hoping to be able to do some more of the sort of day-to-day regular stuff as much as time allows. And I'm hoping now that I'm sort of slowly mastering, like doing a few bits and pieces, just using my phone, it'll make it a lot easier to do that. Now, for anyone who's listening, the because this message was left like a, a day ago that Colin uh, left it on my anchor, the session that he's actually talking about is the one that I'm going to be speaking about in a few minutes involving the Skylord or Robot God, as it's called in the Ascent of the Robot God one-page dungeon by John Love and Matthew Siegel. So I'm going to speak about that in a minute, but everyone seemed to enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed running it, even though it was a bit of a sort of an injection of like, sci-fi i suppose you could call it into our our regular fantasy game but it was certainly something interesting and a bit different so anyway without further ado thanks very much colin for your message again and we'll crack on with the main discussion of this episode just doing a little bit of the daily podcast stuff ran a enjoyable episode of our thousand lands campaign last night the players journeyed to a a sort of strange village where there was this huge statue, this huge like robot thing towering over the top of it. And every year the village had a festival where they send people inside the bowels of this malfunctioning robot. And eventually some of them come out with treasures or some of them perish, in which point the villagers believe that their faith obviously wasn't strong enough. Now, this was something that I found online and it's a one page dungeon as in the the one page dungeon competition which you, you can google and find out about online essentially a lot of people creating sort of dungeons that fill up one side of a4 that can easily be dropped into different campaigns this one was created by john love and matthew siegel and it basically gives you a drawing of this robot sat in front of this mountain details on the sort of weird malfunctioning drones and the various different areas of the the robot the 
the ship effectively the mech whatever you want to call it and i thought that was really interesting and i like the little sort of fantasy village that's sort of lying at its feet and the idea that this village has this yearly festival where champions are chosen to attempt to retrieve gifts from within it really captured that sort of gonzo flavor that some of the older modules in dnd had where they sort of they played a little bit um fast and loose with the whole idea of sci-fi and fantasy as distinct genres and they sort of tended to mix them up a little bit which i've always really enjoyed you know stepping outside the the, the sort of default idea that you know fantasy is fantasy or you know you've always got to stick with swords and sorcery or you've always got to have dark fantasy and never the twain shall meet i, I really like the idea of just just occasionally and i'm not talking about all the time i love the idea of occasionally mixing it up a little bit and i'm not saying that my thousand lands campaign is going to have sort of mecha pilots storming about everywhere and i very much pitched the the giant robot as a, a sort of defunct or no longer functioning remnant of this ancient mage slash sorcerer king war that happened in the past of my session now i'm really hoping to use some of the more of the one page dungeons and maybe even submit some in the future because i think they're really great especially for like a hex crawl campaign like my own where it's very player led the players can do whatever they want they're free to pick up on whatever plots they want and ignore whatever ones they don't want to look into so for instance they they originally spotted this statue because they it was on the other side of a range of hills they saw like the the moonlight at first glinting off this the head of this silver statue and went closer to investigate where they discovered the village full of these like malformed war scarred people who had this strange almost cargo cult developed around this sky lord as they called it in my session but because it was a, a one-page dungeon that i just pulled out and i'd adapted a little bit if the players would have gone no we don't fancy that and they'd have just chosen to move on no harm done if they wanted to wander around the wilderness and just do some random encounters and do whatever, no harm done. If they want to go and explore something out, I, I can pull out a one-page dungeon or some of my own planning for other areas and happy days. Whereas I know certainly in previous games, I've tended to feel that like if you spend hours and hours and hours prepping for a particular area and then the players ignored it, you almost feel a bit sort of jilted because you you've put all that effort in and it doesn't get taken up and to be honest i don't like feeling like that and i don't like sort of begrudging my, my players their ability to wander around because especially in a hex scroll campaign i like to allow the the players in my game freedom to have their characters wander around wherever they will if they suddenly go like oh we're going to go and see what's at that mountain over there yeah it's handy for me to have a few things ready you know just in case but if they don't go there I don't want to feel like I've got to try and steer them or railroad them in that direction. So I think the one-page dungeons are great for that. I really enjoyed the session we ran last night. I was really glad to have a group of players who just sort of ran with the, the strange semi sort of sci-fi elements that were inserted in, including like a, a juice box that healed them, these strange metallic spider drones inside it, huge gallons of like crud-encrusted oil, stuff like that. And... I think it would be easy in a game if you do a bit of a change of pace for some players to feel a little bit annoyed about it you know you've signed on for a fantasy game and suddenly there's a bit of like sci-fi like polluting the mix as it were but 
I'm lucky enough to have a group of players who like kept an open mind, went into it. I, I did tell them like, look, it, it's not going to be a thing that happens all the time, but I thought it was a nice way of letting them know that there are like potentially other elements going to be in this game because I'm sort of pit magpieing things from all over the place. Now, th there's been some sort of jokey talk about them seeing if they could get the mech working or using it as a fortress. That's something they could look into. Um, there's there's also um, various other like plot threads like these um, these people in like a sky city that was hinted at. But if they wanted to entirely ignore that and never go back to that area again, that's also grand with me. But I'm really enjoyed the session and I'm looking forward to seeing what my players get up to next time. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future, please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Until I see you next time, whenever you're playing, take care and enjoy yourself. <laughs>